So this week I am sharing a really exciting announcement. And if you're listening live this week, I'm also bringing back one part of my three-part series on how to unlock the power of ChatGPT. And I'm doing both of these things because I just launched a new ChatGPT resource for nonprofits that I am so, so excited about. It's the nonprofit ChatGPT headquarters. So for those of you who are longtime listeners, you have heard me talk about ChatGPT before. I am really bought into this tool. It is not some fancy, super techie tool that needs to be built out and figured out. It should be as integrated into your workflow and as simple as Google Docs. It's a capacity builder and a time saver. And my goal is to make it easy for organizations, particularly small and growing organizations where time and money and capacity are really an issue to tap into the power of ChatGPT. If you aren't, you're leaving capacity on the table and I want to help you solve that problem. So I took the questions and the conversations that I've been having with nonprofits for the last really six or seven months and turned it into a concrete tool, which is one of my favorite things to do. The nonprofit ChatGPT headquarters is an all-in-one workspace that supports you at every phase of using ChatGPT in your workflow, from giving you ideas to giving you prompts that you can cut and paste right into ChatGPT, to giving you an already built out place to save and organize the prompts that you like, the personalities that you try, and all of the work that you do using ChatGPT. So, If you are still on the fence about ChatGPT, listen to this week's episode. If you're listening to a different episode and hearing this preview, head on over to this week's episode and get inspired. And when you're ready to take the next step and start saving you and your team hours of time and brain energy every week, you can head to brookrichiebabbage.com backslash ChatGPT dash HQ and grab the workspace. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast, where every week I do a deep dive into the strategies and mindset behind launching, scaling, and leading a high-impact nonprofit. I'm your host, Rick Ritchie Babbage. Working to make the world a more just and beautiful place is messy, complex, heart-wrenching, and ultimately deeply joyful and fulfilling work. And none of us can do it alone. That's why I started this podcast, this mastermind community, to hold space for and share the learnings and the questions and the grapplings and the actual concrete strategies that allow us to move our social impact work forward together. So welcome to the mastermind. I'm so glad you're here. Hi. Welcome to this week's episode of the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast. Um, I want to do something a little bit different this week. I want to pull back the curtain on my next level nonprofit accelerator. And the reason is because I'm opening the doors this month. If you're listening to this live, this is February 2023. And I'm opening the doors to the accelerator this month. And I've been getting a lot of really great questions on LinkedIn and on social and in my email, basically saying, what 
what is this? Like, how does this work, right? I see the website and I've heard you talk about it. I think it might be interesting, but like, what's up? And so I thought I would just sort of slow everything down for a minute and just get into the behind the scenes of why I even launched this program and what it's all about. So that you can see if you are in a growth phase, it could be useful to you. So the reason for this accelerator is pretty simple. Growing an organization is really hard. I've done it a number of times. And while I happen to be someone that, for those of you who listen often, you probably have heard me say this, I like the growth phase of things. I like the building and the messiness of the sort of startup and an early growth stage phase. I like institution building and building systems and infrastructure, right? The interstitial tissue that makes the mission work is fun for me. It's a superpower of mine, order through chaos, I think my website says. What I have come to understand is, A, that is not fun for everyone. (laughs) Not everyone actually likes institution building. And I would actually venture to say that most of the nonprofit founders and leaders that I have worked with over the last 20 some odd years don't go into nonprofit leadership to build institutions. They may find that they have a passion for it or a skill at certain parts of it, but that's usually not why one gets into this work, right? We are mission-driven people. So the thing is that when you decide that the way that you're going to accomplish this mission that you are committed to is in the form of or using the vehicle of some form of nonprofit institution, institution building becomes really important. The interstitial tissue that holds everything together becomes really important. And there are challenges as you grow. Organizations run as fast as they can at sort of that first half a million dollars, right? That first early stage. And that, I don't mean early stage like that is only the first few years. There are organizations that I work with in the accelerator that have been working towards and sustaining four, five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars for a decade, for more than a decade. The challenge is that when you decide you want to stabilize or grow past that, right? Very often the marker for that is one million dollars. It's sort of arbitrary, but it represents an interesting sort of inflection point in the growth of many organizations because what it actually requires to sustain 1 million, 1.1, 1.2 million is qualitatively different than what it takes to sustain an organization that's five or six or 700,000. And I've talked a lot about that in, in other episodes, but that is true, right? So that when you decide to grow, you can find that all of the things that worked don't work anymore. The kinds of fundraising campaigns, the way that you and your board work together, the way that you and your team work together, the special sort of magic that you had as a small but mighty team, that has stopped working. Raising money month to month has stopped working. I talk to organizational leaders all the time that feel the sense of having plateaued or the sense of being stuck. And I remember that feeling. 
right? They have a board and a team and a strategy for staying afloat that has been working, right? That got them where they are. And now somehow they're not growing anymore. And worse, they're overwhelmed. Their team is beyond capacity. Their board is not fundraising at the next level. They're, they're not a governance board in the way that they understand a larger organization that has a broader footprint or a deeper impact would need, right? A governance sort of team or board, depending on the structure of your organization. They know that there's a way to sort of break through to this next level of impact. But at the same time, they come to me when they can't quite see it. Right? It's, it's the, the path is a little opaque. And the conversations that I was having around the time that I launched the accelerator and that I continue to have with the folks that join the accelerator is that they realize there's so much they don't know in order to grow. And in order to grow in a way that doesn't burn their team out, that doesn't lead to their own burnout and sort of walking away, they know they need help growing and stretching and learning and getting to this next level. And that can be a frustrating place to be when you don't know what the next step is. Right? They know there is a next level. They know there is a next step and they don't know what it is. And the reality is that level of burnout and overwhelm and frustration isn't necessary. And that has a lot to do with how the, that's sort of the origin story of the accelerator has a lot to do with how it got started in its earliest iterations was me working with nonprofit leaders to say, but actually there is a method to the madness and there are best practices and there are skills and resources that you can bring into your own leadership and your organization. One of the things I hear a lot is about juggling. How do I juggle all of this, right? Growing from six figures to seven figures is essentially a juggling act, I won't lie. I'm juggling the need to raise money, to make sure my staff isn't burning out, to have the impact we wanna have, all of these different things at the same time. And there's this deep uncertainty about how to find the resources, the money and the people, the team, the board members, the advisors, the new funders, the new donors to support the more or bigger or deeper work that organizations are doing. This question of how do I raise more and then more and then more to pay my team, to pay them well, to hire more people so that we're not constantly over capacity. How do I find the kind of board members that we're actually going to need? How do I make sure that as we grow, we are staying true to our values, we are staying accountable to our community? At the same time, as we're sort of juggling all of this, there's the sense of urgency, and I hear this all the time. These leaders can see the need. They have the ideas and the partnerships and the community members that they're working with and the programs that they are running, and they have so much to offer, but they can't quite level up to the capacity, the staff, the time, the resources to deliver as fast as they know they could, as fast as they want to and feel the need to. So, so at its core, this program, this accelerator, is really aimed at providing just concrete support, questions getting answered, 
resources that you don't have to recreate the wheel for, concrete support to navigate these messy questions and challenges. How do we get to the next level to increase our impact? How can I be a better team leader? How can I build the right team? These aren't tactical questions. These aren't I'll Google and download the right cheat sheet questions. These aren't just about raising more money or hiring more people. They're about nuance and weighing pros and cons and asking the right questions. So we spend a lot of time in the accelerator working with leaders and their teams to know what are the right questions we need to be asking here. And then where do we focus our time to get the most bang for our buck, right? The key to growing your budget and your impact without the overwhelm, without the deep frustration, without the burnout, is really knowing what to focus on. And so I started the accelerator and I focused the accelerator on helping my students figure out the right growth strategy, the right path for them, for their leadership style, for their team, for where they are on their journey and where they are in the universe, and then to build the bones, the strategies and the systems and the interstitial tissue that strengthen their team and their board and their funding and the networks so that they can grow without overwhelm. The goal is really to get to the point where the folks in this program leave with a team they can actually delegate to so they don't feel like everything is resting on their shoulders, a board that are thought partners, systems for bringing in revenue consistently, right, not month to month, and an actual roadmap that tells them where to focus their limited time to get the most bang for their buck, right, to really move their organization forward. So how does all of this work for those of you whose interest is piqued? The program is really organized around three core elements. The first and probably the the one that that folks gravitate towards the most is the coaching. And this is a combination of one-on-one personalized coaching support, right, at a fraction of what it would cost to hire a leadership coach. So every month, folks in the program get get one-on-one time with a coach, a leadership coach, an organizational coach. Plus, there's also weekly group coaching and peer mastermind sessions. And what I will say is the combination, the sort of one-two punch of the real-time support during the group coaching and peer mastermind sessions, the real-time coaching, the problem solving from me, the behind the curtain insights into how other leaders are handling everything from sort of tough conversations with a staff member to quite frankly, restructuring an entire board, right? Inviting board members off and rethinking, you know, strategies at the micro level and the macro level. The the one-two punch between getting that weekly support and being able to every month show up and say, okay, one-on-one, this is what I'm grappling with. There's mindset stuff. There's, I've been banging my head against this wall for months and I just don't see what I'm not seeing, right? That one-two punch is really powerful. The second piece is the curriculum. And this is really, you know, if the if the coaching is, I guess they're sort of the bedrock, right? They go together, right? This part is really critical. One of the most important aspects of growing an organization is knowing what to let go of 
and knowing where to lean into something new, right? What are our best practices? What are systems and strategies? What are some of the right ways? Because there's often not one right way, but what's the right way for me to be leading this organization? And so there is a robust library of video and audio trainings organized into clear pathways around fundraising, board growth, HR and staffing, thought leadership that offer step-by-step guidance through best practices that leaders need to know how to find new money, right? When you feel like you've sort of tapped out on your network of funders and donors, how to design an equitable compensation policy, right? You go from paying a sort of loose constellation of full-time and part-time people to really needing, if you're going to level up, a compensation and HR infrastructure. And what does that look like? And what does a hiring infrastructure look like that is based on a standardized rubric of competencies? And what does that mean for how you onboard people? And what does that mean for how you build out professional development opportunities? And how does that relate to compensation, right? All of those are sort of next level questions as you build up this interstitial tissue of a high impact, bigger budget organization. And how to train your board to govern to be a partner so that they're not in the weeds and they're also not checked out. What does that actually look like? And then each month I add new live trainings to the curriculum on topics that the folks in the program are asking about and that come up through the coaching and through the one-on-one. And then finally, the third part is what I call full service wraparound support, right? So there are live professional development trainings for your staff. One of the things that became really clear in the first year or so of the accelerator is that executive directors would show up and say, I'm holding all of this. I'm learning so much. I'm growing so much. And I sort of also have to go back and like translate this for my team. So we started doing professional development trainings for staff. Staff your whole team can actually come to all of the trainings. Every organization, all of the trainings are open to staff and board, but these are dedicated professional development trainings for staff on issues like what does it mean to step into a leadership role? How do you manage up work planning? The kinds of things that as an executive director, you would love for your team to, you know, to learn and you don't necessarily have the capacity to either pay for or to train them on. So there's that piece, right? Wraparound support for your staff, similar governance support and trainings for your board. There is a Rolodex of vetted grant writers, copywriters, graphic designers, financial management support, all at a discount offered to Accelerator members. These are people that in some cases I've worked with for years that are making their services available to the folks in the Accelerator because when it comes down to it, sometimes we just need help executing, right? Access to a trained virtual assistant to help with things like building out the tech part of your donor email welcome sequence because people's heads explode when we start talking about tagging in MailChimp or ConvertKit. Uh, So having somebody actually help with that. And then real-time feedback on documents, another set of eyes on an email that you're about to send, a thought partner before you go into that first time major donor conversation, help refining your strategic plan or fleshing out your funding pipeline or even defining who are my real donors, right? Who are my ideal donors? All of these are places where as a leader, I know because I've been there, 
it's really easy to feel isolated or out on a limb or sort of, you know, you're, you're making your way. I talk about sort of making my way through a forest blindfolded and you can't like you're, you're tentatively moving forward. You're doing it. You're moving forward. But wouldn't it be great if we could take the blindfold off? Right. So sort of what the, what the hell am I doing here? How do I get out of this forest? How do I see my way along my path? And so this wraparound support piece is, we are designed, it is designed to be sort of right there alongside you as a coach and as a partner. So, so that's the why and the what of this accelerator program. You're going to hear me talking about it over the course of the next month as the doors are open and as I invite people to apply. I get great questions. So I thought, you know, instead of the sort of ad hoc questions, I would just sort of explain, you know, what it is and, um, if this is something that you or someone in your world might benefit from, I would love to invite you to apply. You can find the information about the program on my website, brookrichiebabbage.com backslash work with me. And you can apply at richiebabbage.com backslash next level nonprofit application. It's a really quick application. It just gives me a little bit of insight into your questions, what you're struggling with. And if you submit an application, then I will reach out and we can chat. You can also email me at brooke at brookrichiebabbage.com. Any questions you have, I am always happy to chat about ways that I can support you and more information about this program. So I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will see you back here next week for more Mastermind. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast. If you liked this podcast, I would also love for you to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you think that what we talk about here could benefit another leader in your life, please share with your friends. Finally, if you'd like more leadership in your life, you can sign up for my weekly five-minute read, Leadership Forward 321 newsletter. I send articles, resources, and inspiration every week curated around a leadership theme to help you lead your nonprofit better. You can sign up at richiebabbage.com backslash leadership forward 321. That's it for this week. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you back here next week for more Mastermind.